All right, episode 17. Little different today as I'm solo. My partner in crime, Chris, is uh, not available this week. And um, yeah, trying to line up a few more running interviews. I've done a couple of interviews the last few weeks. Got a few more uh, guests lined up, a couple of friends from different backgrounds. But this week, It'll be a little bit short and sweet as it is a solo one, so I don't have uh, someone to bounce my ideas off, but I wanted to talk a little bit about a few topics, recovery, how much time you should spend on recovery, um, consistency, what makes people good at anything, and I think it's all about consistency. And yeah, we'll, we'll dive into a couple of those topics and um, see where we end up, basically. So first of all, I just wanted to, you know, bring up around consistency and, and basically for a lot of people, getting started is the hardest part, um, including myself, you know, and I've been training in different, uh, in various sports over many, many years, had a very long um, football career initially playing uh, Aussie Rules, which is known as VFL when I was younger and then changed to AFL, but basically that was a, a 20, 20 year career. Um, and then I progressed or moved back into sprinting um, as a, an older, more mature athlete around my early 30s and then did that for the next um, sort of 15 years on a more consistent basis. But overall, I sprinted for probably 30 years as well. And if I look back at my both of those careers, I was not very good at either of them, to be honest. Um, I often say to people that I was a faster footballer than I was a sprinter, um, but I did love sprinting, so I couldn't wait to get back to it. I just loved the whole aspect of training, the strength training, the explosiveness, um, all all parts of sprint training. But I wasn't a very good sprinter, particularly as a junior sprinter. Um, I was a much better master sprinter. But I did okay at both of those sports, but it wasn't because I was actually good. It was because I was very consistent. I trained very hard and I just consistently did, you know, the right thing for many, many, many years. Um, you know, and the one thing I, I like to say to people as well about I did quite well at football and won a few awards and it was because I was extremely fit when I was young and I was able to often shine in the last quarter of the game where you would get recognised by the people casting the votes at the end of the game. And that was either, you know, um, our voting system because it was just local football was given to somebody that was attending all the time and also knew the game very well and also by the umpires. So, yeah, it was just my consistency of, you know, training that allowed me to be quite good um, without being great. And, um, you know, Nick Bear, who I listen to quite a lot on his podcast and his coach in particular, I'm interested in the, how he's going with his marathon preparation, you know, says all the time, do you want to be occasionally great or consistently good? And consistently good at anything will always win the race. Um, and I'm trying to apply that to different aspects of my life now. But getting back to, you know, the consistency for most people, that's where they struggle. They start off with all this enthusiasm and then start to wane um, or lose interest or, you know, they miss a couple of sessions and they fall off the wagon and, you know, just go back to where they were. I don't know the answer to actually 
um, for everybody out there to make it consistent. But one thing I do know that you need a plan. You've got a bit of a plan to stick to. If you don't have, if you're not a really super disciplined person, um, you need a plan. And whether that comes from, you know, just contacting a coach or contacting some sort of trainer or contacting, you know, a friend that's got some ideas around helping you and putting together a plan um, over the next, you know, two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, 12 months, whatever it may be, and also making those days consistent. I think training on the same days at the same times, and look, this is something everyone struggles with, you know, unless you've got, you know, massive discipline. I'm trying to convert my training to predominantly in the mornings and I still get up some days extremely tired or I get up in the morning, my body doesn't feel like doing what I had planned for it. So you'll still have those days. But I really think if you can have the consistent days, okay, on these particular days, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to allocate this time to it. Um, And after a while, that just becomes part of your, you know, regimented into your day and part of your day. So it's much easier. You know that, okay, on Thursday morning, I normally get up and go swimming or whatever it may be. So I think that's a big thing for people to actually schedule, allocate some times, have a bit of a plan and stick to that as best you can. There'll always be times when it gets disrupted, you you know, illness, family stuff, um, you're on holidays, whatever it may be. So I think that's a big thing. Just create some consistency, um, create a plan and, uh, you know, try and stick to that plan as best you can. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, and it's interesting that, Chris, my my podcast uh, partner, brought this up the other week, and it just made me even stop and think because I'm I'm pretty good with, you know, focusing on my body and and making sure I'm doing the little things. But he really surprised me when I asked him about his recovery at the moment. Chris is in his mid fifties and still ex- running extremely well. He last year was the second fastest four hundred meter runner in the world for his age bracket. Um, He holds multiple Australian titles um, and has broken Australian records. And the one thing which he does is really, really focuses on his recovery. Now, this is more for those runners out there and athletes out there that um, are trying to break through to that next level or getting a little bit older and finding it, you know, difficult to back up all the time. That's me. I'm definitely in that category. I'm consistently sore at the moment because I'm running more. Um, but Chris said for every one hour of training he's doing at the moment, he's completing one hour of recovery work. And he's doing things like he's using the hot tub, he's using um, the ice bath, he's using – he's not massive on an ice bath, so that's probably limited to him. He's using those recovery boots that you step into, which I had a look at the other day in a small recovery center. He's doing lots of TheraBand work um, and lots of low-grade recovery stuff. He does lots of pool sessions. So all this stuff combined, he's very disciplined around, you know, he's eating as well and his hydration. But it's all these little things that add up to allow him to train at that high level consistently all the time. And if you look at the very good athletes, when they get to the – you know, the pinnacle of their sport, the re- the thing that separates them out is the little things that they, they start to do um, to recover and to, to be able to back up and be consistent with their training. So it, it just 
made me realize that I need to focus probably a little bit less on the training and a little bit more on my recovery at the moment. And that means, you know, maybe getting up in the morning and spending 10 minutes on a roller. Um, you know, if you have the time to get into one of these recovery centers, which are popping up all around the place now and, and uh, you know, jump in the ice bath or jump in there. I see they've got hyperbaric chambers now. Um, put the recovery boots on. You know, nice relaxing thing to possibly do with your wife or your partner or a close buddy. Go and sit and have a massage chair, I think, and you put the recovery boots on, sit there for 25 minutes and have a chat um, or take a book and, you know, spend a little bit of time reading. So, yeah, I just wanted to – it's going to be a quick one today, but I just want to talk about, you know, those things to actually – to get you onto that next level. If you're a beginning athlete and you want to create some consistency, you've got to find, you know, a training program. And if that means engaging with a coach or a, or a personal trainer for a couple of months to get you going, um, then I think that's a great idea. Reach out to somebody online, reach out to me, you know, here online as well. I'll actually help you out with some simple training programs. Um, and if you're a, a seasoned athlete and you're trying to get to that next level, then you've got to actually focus on the recovery if you're not backing up all the time or if you're getting injuries. You know, another buddy I was speaking to at the moment who's quite a good athlete as well, he's been very, very consistent with his training and he's so disciplined. Um, he has no problem around his discipline. He came from a cycling background. He's now getting back into a bit of running and he keeps breaking down. But he wants to be able to go out and run, you know, all the time, but he won't do the little things to actually aid in his recovery and his strength and he keeps getting hamstring style type injuries and glute problems he just needs to stop for a moment you know start spending 15 to 20 minutes a day on a little bit of recovery work and some glute strengthening work to get him back on track um, so it just goes back to you know even really disciplined athletes in one area um, won't apply their discipline to the areas that needed at that point in time and the other thing which I'll leave you with that Chris and I touched on the other week, that some of these modalities around recovery, you know, some of them, there's not a huge amount of science around just yet, although it is increasing. Uh, infrared sauna, they're basically saying, you know, there's now some science around. I know Dr. Rhonda Patrick has done a lot of work in this area. Um, and Peter Tia also speaks about the benefits of um, uh, infrared saunas. I have just started using a dry sauna, which I love. I just, you know, getting into that dry sauna for, you know, I'm only doing 10 minutes at the moment and having that really good sweat either after a workout or sometimes, you know, later in the evening, not long before I go to bed. Um, cold plunge. I don't know. I haven't read enough of the science around cold plunge. I know some time ago even um, uh, Andrew Schuberman was saying there wasn't a huge amount of research around cold plunge, but I think we're now starting to see some of that. I've been doing cold water submersion for, God, 20 years. Often after training in the middle of winter, I'd go and stand in the pool. I'd actually put a a, a, a wind cheater on first. I'd have a long sleeve top on and a beanie on because it was so cold, but I'd stand my legs in the pool to cool down. And even if it didn't have any benefit, and growing up we were always based on ice for injuries, and I know that has now changed as well around some of the theories, but it made me feel good. And if something makes you feel good, and Chris and I were chatting about this the other week, he said the recovery boots, you know, and I said, is there science around them? Do you really think it helps? And he said, you know what, even if it doesn't actually help, he said, mentally, I feel so good when I get out of them, I just do it anyway. And I'm, I'm a massive believer in the placebo effect. 
if something makes you feel good and you believe it's helping, just keep doing it. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, just keep repeating that and keep doing the same thing. So anyways, it's going to be a short one. I thought I'd just get something out because it's been a bit of a busy week and I wanted to uh, touch base. Um, also want to ask people if, you know, if you know anyone that would actually enjoy this podcast and is into the running scene, um, I'd love for you to pass this on and share it with some other people. We're trying to build this up and I'm really in this for long term and um, love doing this on a weekly basis and talking about my knowledge over the years. So we'd really appreciate if you share it. And the other thing is that if you know anyone that's in the running or health and fitness space that would like to jump on the podcast and, and have a bit of a chat as an interview, reach out to us and um, yeah, hit us up. If it's you that want to come on and, and chat to us, I don't care if you've got something to um product-wise to talk about or you're a personal trainer and want to talk about, you know, your own stuff, we're just happy to get some people on and talk about some different things. So anyway, have a great day. Enjoy your weekend and bye for now.